Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our song this morning says, Every dry bone is rising up again. We want to prophesy to your life, to your spiritual life, to every part of your life that needs the oil of the Lord to, re- to rotate and do well. We want to decree that dry bone is rising again in the name of Jesus. Listen and be blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hear a sound, there is a shaking, the mighty power of the sovereign God is moving, every dry bone is rising up again, every dry bone is rising up again. I hear a sound, the rain of abundance, there is a seed in the atmosphere, oh, oh, every tribal is rising up again, oh, oh, every tribal is rising up again. I hear a shout, I hear a sound, there is a shaking, the mighty power, the mighty power of a sovereign God, God is moving, every tribal is rising up again, in the name of Jesus, every tribal. Is rising up again. I hear a sound. I hear a sound. The rain of a bond. The rain of a bond. There is a sheep. There is a sheep. Sitting in the atmosphere. Oh, oh. Every dry bone is rising up again. Every dry bone. Every dry bone. I hear a sound, I hear a sound, there is a shaking, the mighty power, the mighty power, of the sovereign God, of the sovereign God is moving, every tribal is rising up again, everybody say, every tribal is rising up Right here, right now, the 
we put those hands together? Let's celebrate Jesus. If you believe God that every dry bone in your life is rising again, can you jam those hands together? Every dry bone shall hear the word of God and rise again in the name of Jesus. God has brought us to the eighth month of the year. And by the grace of God, we'll be looking at the issue of watching and praying. And looking at our text, one of our texts, in Matthew chapter 26, it tells us the story of Jesus talking to his disciples and telling them to watch and to pray. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 26, and I read from verse 36 to 45. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and said unto his disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little further, and he fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, nevertheless, and I want you to take note of that, says, let this cup pass over me, but nevertheless, not as I will, but as I will. And he cometh unto his disciples, and finding them asleep, and said unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray. That you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing. But the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time. And prayed saying, O my father, if this cup may pass away from me, except I drink it. Thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again. For their eyes were heavy. And he left them. And went again. And prayed the third time. Saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples. And said unto them. Sleep on now. Take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of 
sinners. Shall we pray? Father, we bless and exalt you for this glorious day. Honor and glory be unto you in Jesus' name. The hour has come to listen to your word. And going through the passage that has been read unto us, despite the words of Jesus, the disciples still went back to sleep. I pray for each and every one of us today. As your word will be coming forth, you will open our ears to hear, our eyes to see, and our heart to perceive. In the name of Jesus, we will not be dull of hearing in Jesus' name. We will not be dull of seeing in the mighty name of Jesus. We commit your son unto you, and we ask the Lord, you make him your oracle. Minister to him and through him. At the end of it, oh Father, give us cause to give you glory and honor. Because we have prayed with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Looking at the passage that we have read this morning, I'll be talking on what I've captured responding to distressful situations. Responding to distressful situations. The passage before us is a known passage. Jesus was going through to fulfill the mandate of the Master. And it got to a point that because it's God-man, but in human form at that time, to carry out that assignment looked distressful. In fact, Jesus himself said, I am sorrowful. I'm distressed even unto death. That was how Jesus himself described the scenario. And that simply means that for you and I in carrying out some assignment, we may find ourselves in the same situation that Jesus found himself. And Jesus was looking at his disciples and said, watch with me. Let's go together on this journey. Accompany me together. But the Bible tells us the disciples were sleeping. And Jesus looked at them and said, Abba, can't you watch with me for one hour? And then he made a familiar statement that a lot of us will want to quote. You see, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And a lot of us will use that as a means to want to just take things lightly. After all, the spirit is willing. But this morning, and truly, the spirit is willing. Because when you read that chapter, uh, the, uh, the passage you have read, you discover in verse 33, 
when Jesus was talking about how everything will pass, come to pass, Peter both said and said, look, if every other person will deny you, me, I'm not going to deny you. So truly, the Spirit is willing. In verse 35, Peter further boasted and said, Lord, I'm even ready to die with you. If no other person is ready to die, me, I'm ready to die. So truly, the Spirit is willing. But you find that at the nick of time, that they needed to be watchful, they were sleeping. What was God's, uh, Jesus' instruction to his disciples as he faced this sorrowful and distressful situation? He told them, watch and pray. Can you look at your neighbor and say, watch and pray? Look at the next neighbor and say, watch and pray. That's what Jesus told his disciples. So as we go through our journey in life, and distressful situations will come, sorrowful situations will come, Jesus' instruction to us is, watch and do what? Pray. So this morning, I'll be talking about the issue of watching. Next week, by the grace of God, I'll be talking about praying. So this morning, what does it mean to watch? What does Jesus mean when he was telling his disciples, watch? To watch is to look about or spy on something or somebody. To watch is that you watch, you, you look out. Either for something or for somebody. You do it deliberately. It is to closely observe things or people. That's what it means to watch. You closely monitor it. Another word that was used to describe watching is to pay attention, to take heed. Hallelujah. To take heed. So you find in 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 16, Paul was writing to his son in the Lord. He said, take heed unto yourself. Take heed unto yourself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save yourself and them that hear you. So it's to take heed to yourself. That's what it means to be watchful. It's to observe and make sure you keep to these rules that the Bible has been given as written concerning believers. To watch is to be awake. It's not to sleep. That's what it means to be awake. That to watch is to be awake, not to sleep. 
so that you can monitor things and observe things that are around you. And you find that in the old, olden times, one of the things that you find that is common is that you have people we call watchmen. And who are the watchmen? Watchmen are people that are placed on the city wall. And they start to observe. They are the ones that will send warnings. They are the ones that will send signals of anything that is about to happen. Because they have been placed at a vantage position. So they can send information out. Why? Because they are watching. They are observing. They are not asleep. They are focused. So Jesus was telling his disciples, there are things that could distract you. There are things that will make you not to be focused. But whatever they are, because the stressful situation will always come. Sorrowful situation will always come. What you've got to do is to watch. All you've got to do is to be focused. All you've got to do is to make sure nothing distracts you. And as believers, God wants us to be watchmen and watchwomen. Who does God want us to be? We are not talking back to Mitchell. Who does God want you to be? In Isaiah 62 verse 6, the Bible says, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem. We shall never hold their peace day or night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. So if you are a child of God, God has made you a watchman, a watchwoman. And for every believer in this country, one of the things that God expects of us is to be watchmen. Never to be silent day and night concerning all that is happening in our nation. Can I hear an amen in the house? May the Lord depend on you and I to pray this nation out of all these crises in the name of Jesus. So God, Wants you and I to be watchmen. Set on the walls. Seeing beyond the natural. And praying. Hallelujah. That's why you'll find that also in the Old Testament. Prophets are described as watchmen. Because they give out God's judgment. God's order. To the people. And it's my prayer that God will still raise up credible prophets in this our nation concerning all that is happening in the name of Jesus. Those who will be able to give direction, who will be able to give God's judgment and where we ought to go. Because what we find in our country today is that there are a lot of prophets, but most of the prophets. They are self-centered prophets. 
They are not prophets that declare that this is God's counsel for us as a nation. And that's why we have a lot of the problems that we have. But I'm believing God. God will be able to depend on you and I as credible watchmen over this nation in the name of Jesus. So when Jesus was telling his disciples, watch and pray. And like I said, I'm looking at the word watch this morning. What does it mean? Now, I've tried to describe for you from the dictionary, from day-to-day living, what it means to watch and how it's related to scripture. But I want to go further, looking at the word watch. W-A-T-C-H and say some few things that I see as I study God's word. To watch, the first word W means to wait. It means what? Hey, talk back to me. It means what? To wait. Anyone who is watching will not be in a hurry. Because when you are in a hurry, you will not see things as you ought to see them. So watching requires waiting to remain in a place, not to be in a hurry, to tarry, to be observant, So if we are to watch, we must be people ready to wait. And a good scenario is when you go to the restaurant and a waiter comes by your side. What does the waiter do? He or she waits. Even if you do as if you didn't notice him or her. That doesn't concern the waiter. What does he or she do? Wait. If you want to be funny, you know the waiter is there. You will do as if you are scribing something on paper. What does the waiter do? He waits. He's patient. Why? He's the waiter. Until when you give the instruction. Until when you beckon on him or her as to what is available in this restaurant. What does the waiter do? Wait. One of the things that God expects of us is to be able to wait on him. That's how to watch. Even when you are prayed and prayed and prayed and it seems no answer is coming, what do you do? Wait. A waiter does not have authority on the person he is waiting on. Every authority is on the man who sits down. Wait. But you know the natural human being, we are always in a hurry. We are always in a worry. 
to, to watch. One of the characteristics of those who will watch is to wait. Is to wait. Hallelujah. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall and not fail. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. To wait. Can you sing with me, church? Those that wait upon the Lord. Media, can you give us Isaiah 40, 31? They shall mount up with wings like eagles KJV. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not fail. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Let's sing it one more time. One to go. Amen. Now, if you have to give yourself marks, what will you give yourself the way you have sung? Eh? What marks will you give yourself? Okay. So, can we look at the screen now for those of who can and let's sing it. Once you go, in the way upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up. With wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. To one more time, let's sing together. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. With wings out it they shall run and be weary, they shall walk and obey. Teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord, to wait. My prayer this morning is that God will teach every one of us to wait. I say, God will teach every one of us to wait. You know, where waiting is of essence is that there are times when you pray and it seems God is not answering. What do you do? You hear. Even in the passage that we read, the Bible says Jesus went the first time, came back, went the second time, came back, went the third time, came back. He was not tired of waiting. Until when it will be settled in his spirit what God wants him to do. So the first thing I see that any waiter will do, or any watcher will do, is to wait. Wait on the Lord. 
who is our redeemer. Wait on the Lord, who knows everything about our lives. Wait on the Lord, who knows how to make sure our tomorrow is better. So the number one thing to watch about watching is waiting. Waiting. Hallelujah. What's the next word? At the next letter. A. Anyone who is watching will not only wait, it will be a lot. It will be a lot. Hallelujah. To be alert is to be on your guard. Is to be sensitive. Hallelujah. To be alert also means to be vigilant. To be vigilant. And that's why you see when the waiter stands by the customer, he's vigilant. Is looking at the next action that he needs to respond to. And you imagine if a waiter, uh, if the customer is now turning to the waiter and maybe has a piece of paper to give and the waiter is looking elsewhere. It means not a lot. That's why you find in First Peter chapter five verse eight, we are told to be vigilant, to be watchful, because the devil, our adversary, is roaming about. He's looking for who to devour. So how do you resist him? He's being vigilant, being alert. We have adversaries, the devil and his agents. They are looking for who to devour. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. The devil and his agent, they shall not devour you. I say the devil and his agent, in our walk with the Lord this year and always, they shall not devour us. But what do we do? Be alert. Be vigilant. Be sensitive to things around you. Don't just take everything for granted. Hallelujah. I was listening to the testimony of one professor of surgery. And he wrote it out to some of his friends. And he was saying, he's a Christian. And he was addressing some colleagues, fellow doctors. And he says, look. Don't ever think that whatever we see when we are practicing medicine is in the physical alone. There are a lot of things that are also in the spirit. And he gave this example. He's a professor. And he says, look, a woman was brought to us who had been lame and couldn't walk for 25 years. And we were able to do the surgery. And it was successful. And the lady was able to walk. And what happened? The night after that surgery, the professor could not walk on the same leg, left leg, that he walked on that one. Thank God that he's a Christian. Who knows that is a spiritual attack? He says, so I'm telling you, fellow doctors, 
Don't ever say anything that happened in the physical is like that. He took God for himself and the wife. Then he said, call another professor. Come, look, to pray together for him to be able to walk. Our adversary, the devil and his agent, they are looking for who to devour. Even when you are doing right. I pray one more time. The devil and his agent, they shall not divorce. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Verse 13. He tells us some things about this issue of being alert. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13. He says, watch ye. Stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. Did you see that in your Bible? Ah, did you see that in your Bible? Watch ye. Stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. That's what it means to be alert. In other words, don't be sluggish. Don't be sluggish. Be smart. Both in the physical and in the spiritual. That's what it means to be alert. Stand fast in the faith. In other words, don't give heed to false doctrines. There are so many false doctrines flying about. Don't give it to it. Stand fast in the faith. Be alert. Be brave like a man. In other words, be courageous. That's what it means to be alert. Be courageous. Be strong. In other words, grow in strength as a man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alertness means you are awake. And it makes you to be aware. To be watchful. Hallelujah. So anyone who will be watchful one must wait, and two, must be alive. What's the third letter of the letter watch? T. You must be tactful. You must be what? You must be tactful. You must be tactful. In other words, be skillful. Because the world we live in is complex. So you need the wisdom of God. You need the skill of the Holy Spirit to be tactful. In Daniel chapter 2 verse 14, the Bible tells us, Daniel chapter 2 verse 14, Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom. Another translation says, and Daniel answered with tact to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, 
which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He was tactful. Cancel and skill. Another has gone out. Every wise man who could not interpret the dream of the king must be killed. But you know, the king did not call Daniel. He called just the astrologers and the dreamers and the chanters. But when he came to the issue of kill everybody, Ariot went and said, Daniel, we know you to be one of them who we are going to die. That was when they called Daniel. When the king was looking for who to enter, he didn't call Daniel, he called his astrologer because he didn't believe in Daniel. But when he came to die, they said, Daniel, you'll be part of it. I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. You will not die another man's death. I say, you shall not die another man's death. In the name of Jesus. And the king was serious about the matter. But the Bible says, Daniel, we tacked was able to talk to this man. Okay, let me see the king. Let the king give us just some few times. We have a God in heaven. He can show us the secret that no other person knows. We just need some time. As simple as I've just said it, he needs that to be able to say to convince that man. Because the king could look at him and say, I give you an instruction. And look at the way somebody is talking to you and the person talking to you is a foreigner. See the way you are acting. So it's not just as simple as I've said it. So when the Bible says he talked with counsel and wisdom, he talked with tact. That can only come by the Spirit of God. I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. The tact that you need to make you to be successful, receive in the name of Jesus. The tact that you need to give you an edge over your contemporary, receive in the name of Jesus. The tact that you need to showcase you wherever God has placed you, receive it in the name of Jesus. Do you know with that tact and that wisdom, Daniel and his people went to pray and God revealed the matter to them. So you imagine Daniel going to the king and saying, King, what others don't know, by the grace of God, we know. Because our God showed us in a night dream. And the king will be awesome. You mean it? And you know the rest of the story. That brought Daniel promotion. And all those who prayed with Daniel, they were promoted. Even in a strange land. Listen to me, church. You may be walking where you fear nothing really is happening here. But as you stand watchfully and you stand in righteousness, God will showcase you in the name of Jesus. I'm talking about tact. That we need. You need it in your business. You need it in every aspect of life. You need it in your home. Fathers need it. In relationship with the wife and children. Mothers need it. In relation to husband and children. 
pastors need it in administration, in the church. Everyone need tact in one area or the other. Daniel was tactful. And that was what delivered him from dying. Hallelujah. That tact means also to be disciplined. Disciplined. To have self-control. And that's what we need. As people watching, taxed, so that no situation, no circumstance will be able to overcome us. Hallelujah. What's the fourth word, uh, the fourth letter in the letter in the word watch? What's it? I can't hear you. C. C means to be cordial. Anyone who is watching, in waiting, in being alert, in being tactful, must be cordial. <laughs> you don't need to be... <clears throat> How do I put it now? You, 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 you don't need to be uh, angry. You should be cordial, friendly. You do everything in love. Hallelujah. You do everything in love. That's what it means to be cordial. So even when you are waiting on the Lord, and it seems answer is not coming, you are delightful about it. I know my God. Even if there is a delay, it is not a denier. You are delightful about it. That's what it means to be cordial. It's to be careful in considering yourself in order to act in love to another person. Hallelujah. Look at Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Paul writing to the Galatian Christians. Look at what he told them. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fall, ye that are spiritual, restore such a, a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. That what considering thyself is watching unto yourself. Be cordial, be careful unto yourself. So that you don't run down this other person. Because you also could be tempted. So in your correction, you do it in love. Considering yourself. Hallelujah. In love. So in your relationship to others, you do it in love. Because you could be tempted. Hallelujah. In Acts of the Apostles, chapter 20, verse 31, Paul was talking to these believers 
And look at what he tells them about this issue of carrying 2031. Hallelujah. Therefore, watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. All that I've done in your midst, I did it in care, lovingly and caringly. For this space of time. So in our watching, waiting, being alert, being tactful, we are also cordial. We are also what? We are cordial. Hallelujah. And the last word, the last letter is what? I can't hear you. You are not all speaking, no. H. It means to be hopeful. To be hopeful. Never give up easily. Can you tell your neighbor, never give up easily? Look at the next neighbor, say, never give up easily. That's what it means to be hopeful. And anyone who is watching does not give up easily. <coughs> Jesus did not give up. He went to pray. He came back. He went back. He came back. He never gave up. He knew his father would not leave him alone. Hallelujah. To be hopeful is to be expectant. You know in Acts of the Apostles chapter 3, the Bible tells us of this lame man who was there. And in verses 3 to 5, when Peter looked at that and said, look on us. The Bible says that layman looked on them with an expectation. He was hopeful. The way Peter said it was unique that day. It wasn't like any other day. And the Bible says that man looked on them. He was hopeful. And that man's hope worked for him. He was not disappointed. Listen to me, church. As you are hopeful in your watching, in your waiting, God will answer you in the name of Jesus. I say, God will answer you in the name of Jesus. So it's to be hopeful, never to give up. And the Bible tells us in Lamentation chapter 3, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him. To the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Those that wait upon the Lord, the Lord is good to them. Those that seek him, the Lord is good to them. And as they hope and quietly wait for him, they shall see the salvation of God. Lamentation chapter 3, verses 25 and 26. 
So when you wait, when you are watchful, it may take time, but you are sure that the salvation of God is on the way. Hallelujah. As I bring this message to a close this morning, I want you to know that watchfulness makes you to see things that may not be visible to the eyes. That's why you've got to wait. That's why you've got to be alert. That's why you've got to be tactful. That's why you've got to be cordial. That's why you've got to be hopeful. It makes you see things that the natural eye may not see because you are watchful. And whenever you are watching and you combine with prayer, which I will talk about next week, by the grace of God, surely you have a testimony to share. So watching, coupled with prayer, they bear testimony to God. So in First Peter chapter, in First Thessalonians chapter five, verses five to six, this is what Paul told the Thessalonian Christians, and he says, "Ye are all the children of light. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of day." We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 5 to 6. We are of the light. We are not of darkness. Therefore, don't let us sleep as others are sleeping. As you watch things that are happening all around us, we must be alert, watchful, and sober. And surely, you will have your own testimony. I say surely, you will have your own testimony. Can we be on our feet? Your miracle is on the will, brother. Never, never give up. Keep on praying, your miracle is on the will, sister. Never, never give up. Keep on praying, your miracle is on the will, brother. Never, never give up. Keep on praying, your miracle is on the will, sister. Never. Your miracle is on the will, brother. Your miracle is on the will, sister. Never, never give up. Can you open your mouth and just talk to the Lord this morning? Lord, teach me to wait on you. Teach me to be watchful. Teach me to be watchful. We've looked at the issue of waiting. We've looked at the issue of being alert. We've looked at the issue of being tactful. 
We've looked at the issue of being cordial. We've looked at the issue of being hopeful. Lord, teach me to be watchful. Can you open your mouth and talk to the Lord? Teach me to be watchful. In every area that is peculiar to you, in areas that are peculiar to me, every one of us, we've got to be watchful. Can we talk to the Lord and say, Lord, teach me to be watchful. 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 Are you praying? Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. Teach me to be watchful. To wait upon the Lord. To be alert. To be tactful. To be cordial. To be hopeful. So that no distressful situation will overcome me. That's why we are praying. No distressful situation will overcome me. Whatever the distressful situation, I shall overcome. Can you confess that before the Lord? Can you confess that before the Lord? Can you confess that before the Lord? Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. That should be our prayer. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we are praying. Can we take our, Bible, our, our bulletin? I want us to pray. Take your bulletin with you. Prayer point number one. What did he say? I can't hear you. Okay. Open my eyes of understanding. Oh Lord, I shall not walk in darkness. Open your mouth and say that to the Lord in prayer. Yes. Anyone who is watchful will not walk in darkness. Open my eyes of understanding. Yes, the eye of my spirit. Open it, Lord. Can you talk to the Lord? Open my eyes of understanding. She Anyone who walks in darkness will stumble and fall. What you are saying is that in the name of the Lord, in your walk in life, you will not stumble and fall. Open my eyes of understanding. As a student, pray, Lord, open my eyes of understanding, my academics. As a parent, Oh Lord, open my eyes of understanding concerning my family. As a pastor, open my eyes of understanding concerning the church of God. So I don't know which area you are operating on. Can you talk to the Lord? Open my eyes. 
of understanding. Open my eyes. Eyes. Pray, 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 pray. Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Open my eyes of understanding. In that place where you are walking, can you ask the Lord? Open my eyes of understanding in this office workplace. When God opens your eye, you can see some things that others are not seeing that will give you an edge. Open my eyes, O oh Lord. Are you praying? In Jesus' name we have prayed. Give me a loud Amen. Prayer point number two. What does this say? Can you say it one more time? Say it the third time. Hallelujah. Part of being watchful is to have eyes that see. Is to have ears that hear. And to have hearts that perceive. And that's how we can overcome in our world. You know, last month we were looking at Elisha when the king of Syria sent chariots to go and arrest him. Elisha saw something that his servant didn't see. Until when God opened that eye, then he knew that those who were on their side were much more. That's why you need to pray. In every challenge of life, in every area of oppression, when God opens your eyes to see and you have ears that hear and heart that perceive, success will be simple. Eyes that see, ears that hear, heart that perceive. I shall not lack in Jesus' name. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and say it to God. Open your mouth and say it to God. Say it in a way that God will know you are serious about what you are praying about. We are praying about you developing yourself spiritually in a way that you'll be a terror to the kingdom of the devil. Lord, eyes that see, ears are here. Had a perceive, I shall not lack in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. 
Prayer point number three. What does he say? Say it one more time. Say the third time. When sorrowful and deeply depressing situations come, it takes grace to pray. It takes grace to pray. The natural man may want to complain. The natural man will want to pass blames. But what we saw of Jesus was that even when his soul was sorrowful, even unto death, he still prayed. That's the example he gave to us. I want us to talk to God. That God will grant us that grace. That we will pray aright. We will have inner strength to pray aright over every sorrowful and deeply depressing situation. Maybe you are under the sound of my voice and there are deeply depressing situations that you are going through or your member of family is going through. As you pray this morning, there shall be a solution. I said there shall be a solution. I said there shall be a solution. Open your mouth and pray. Yes. I am believing God. As you are praying, God will open your eyes to some things that you have not perceived before. So that that depressing situation, there shall be solution. So that that sorrowful situation, there shall be solution. Yes. God has done it in time past. He can do it again. Can you talk to the Lord this morning? I can sense the power of God at work. Eyes to see, ears to hear, heart to perceive, so that no longer will you be depressed. No longer will you be sorrowful because solution is coming your way. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Prayer point number four, what is it? What do you decree? Can you say it loudly one more time? We are decreeing prayer now. Can you decree it in prayer now? Only the counsel of God. Only the counsel of God. As you pray, every counsel of the evil one is scattered. In the name of Jesus. Every counsel that is not of God. Over individual life. Over family life. Over church life. We scatter in the name of Jesus. Only the counsel of God shall stand. We decree it in the name of God the Father. We decree it in the name of God the Son. We decree it in the name of God the Holy Ghost. Only your cancer shall stand. Only your cancer shall stand. Only your cancer shall stand. Can you decree it? Can you decree it? Can you decree it? In the name of Jesus. 
Only the counsel of God shall stand in my life. Only the counsel of God shall stand in this church. Only the counsel of God. We decree it in the name of God the Father. We decree it in the name of God the Son. We decree it in the name of God the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. In Jesus' name we are praying. Prayer point number five, what did he say? Can you say it one more time? Can you say the third time? You know in the passage that we read in Matthew 26, Jesus himself said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now turn your Bibles with me to Galatians chapter 5 and see what Paul was writing to the Galatians. In Galatians chapter 5, look at what it says. I'll read from verse 16. These I say there, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the laws of the flesh. Verse 17. For the spirit lusteth, fighteth, is at loggerhead against the spirit, and the spirit also against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you will. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So there is always a struggle between the Spirit and the flesh. But as you pray today, the Spirit shall overcome. In our life, the Spirit shall overcome. Can you open your mouth and declare before the Lord that the Spirit shall overcome? In the struggle between the Spirit and my sinful nature, oh Lord, my prayer today is that the Spirit shall win. Can you say it to God? There will always be a struggle. As long as you are a human being, there will be a struggle. But can you talk to the Lord? I stand in the place of prayer today and I ask in the name of Jesus, the Spirit shall overcome. The flesh shall not rule in any matter in my life in the name of Jesus. Are you praying? 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 In the struggle between the spirit and the flesh. In my life. In my vocation. In my business. In the church. In my family. The spirit shall win. Can you declare that before God? Shikri, 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 Shikri,
In Jesus' name we are praying. Prayer point number six. What did he say? Can you say it one more time? Can you say the third time? Hallelujah. You know, in Matthew 25 that I quoted there, there were ten virgins. But only five were able to go in with their Lord. The other five, all their waiting was wasted. I pray for someone. Your waiting on the Lord shall not be wasted. You shall have something to show for it in the name of Jesus. So as we pray this prayer, listen church, it's not a matter of sin. It could be a matter of ignorance. Hello? Because when you read Matthew 25, the Bible says there are ten virgins. So the issue of purity is settled. But due to ignorance, due to lack of knowledge, they missed entering in with the master. So I'm not talking about sin. So when we are praying this right on there, you see, I'm not saying, mm. it could be ignorance. It could be lack of proper understanding. So I want you to pray as one who knows why you are praying. That my waiting and watching shall not be in vain. Lord, I shall have something to show for it. The Bible says, Jesus, the master, looked at those five and said, I don't know you. Why? They didn't have oil in their lap. But the other people, they knew that the master could delay. So they had oil. So it's a matter of lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, ignorance. I want us to talk to God. My watching and waiting shall not be in vain. I shall have something to show for it. Open your mouth and pray. Ah, you're waiting upon the Lord. Your serving God shall not be in vain. That's what I want you to pray. That's what I am praying. Help me, Lord. Ah. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? My waiting and watching shall not be in vain. I shall have something to show for it in the name of Jesus. 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 In Jesus' name we are praying. In Jesus' name we are praying. In Jesus' name we are praying. Prayer point number 10. What did he say? What do you receive grace for? What do you receive grace for? Hallelujah. You see, 
We need grace. There are times when all you need to do is just pray in the Spirit. All you just need to do, especially when you don't know what to do. But you see, a lot of us, we are Pentecostals, yes. But we don't know how to pray for a long time in the Spirit. That's why I want you to ask the Lord to grant you that grace. You see, when you pray in the Spirit, and you take a lot of time, you're praying in the Spirit. There are some revelations that come to you that you not have received in the natural. There are some understanding that comes to you that you don't receive in the natural. Why? Because you are talking mysteries with God. The Bible says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue is speaking mysteries with God. So when you are praying in the Spirit, you are talking mysteries with God. And when you connect God, there is a connection that comes that goes beyond the natural. Can you ask the Lord this day, teach me, Lord, to pray in the Spirit as well as pray in understanding. Lord, grant me grace to pray in the Spirit. Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Prayer for number eight. What did he say? By the Spirit of God, what shall happen to you? Can you say it one more time? Oh yeah, pray, pray, pray. I shall not be weak in the place of prayer. By the grace of God, I shall not be weak in the place of prayer. I will not be saying the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. In the place of prayer, I shall not be weak in the name of Jesus. Can you open your mouth and declare, that's my prayer, Lord. Help me, Lord. I shall not be weak in the place of prayer. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. In Jesus' name we are praying. Thank you, Father. I you that. Nibiti Jesu benjoba Agwara Ishuda Kosi Otiwu 
we establish the kingdom of God in our lives in the name of Jesus. We establish the kingdom of God in our families in the name of Jesus. We establish the kingdom of God in this church in the name of Jesus. We establish the kingdom of God in FCC in the name of Jesus. We establish the kingdom of God in Nigeria in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus.